Hello and welcome back to Let's Talk Gaming. My name is Miles Large. And I'm Eric. And today we're going to talk about nine hours, nine persons, nine doors. Okay, so before we talk about that game, uh, we're going to be talking about what we've been playing for the past week. I've been playing uh, Yakuza 5 on the PS3. Uh, this is the first Yakuza game I've played. I haven't played the first four. But uh, I've seen people like talk about it before on different forums and such, you know. And like it always looked interesting. And, um, you know, I, I would think about getting it, and I'm like, ah, oh, no, I don't know if I'll like it or whatever, you know. And then the uh, last week, someone mentioned it or something again, so I got reminded about it, so I'm like, oh, let me look up about it again. Yeah. And so I look it up, and I, I watched some random YouTube video, and, like, the second thing that happens is this guy just freaking, like, curb stomps someone else, <laughs> and, like, from that moment, I was like, okay, I'm getting this game. <laughs> and uh, it's it's really fun. I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. It's kind of like a, I guess you could say a 3D beat-em-up, like, if you were to take, you know, side-scrolling beat-em-up, but turn it into a 3D game. Yeah. Uh, and then it's, it's open world and stuff. It has a city thing, kind of like GTA. There's a bunch of extra shit to do that have that don't include fighting. Like you can go to the karaoke and stuff, and <laughs> go to the freaking Sega arcade and play fucking Virtua Fighter and get your ass kicked and can't beat the last guy. <laughs> but yeah, there's a bunch of shit to do. I know that there's like I think three or four other characters you can play as, but I'm still on the uh, the first character, mostly because I've been been fucking around, as I said, doing karaoke and stuff, trying to get those top scores and stuff. And the Sega arcade, there's this one. Uh, oh God, I can't think what it's called now. Taiko Drum. Or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. God damn, that game's fucking hard. So I've, I've been doing that and running around beating up guys. Uh, it's really fun, though. I, I definitely want to show it to you. Mm-hmm. Show how brutal it can be. <laughs> that's great. Well, I've been playing a couple games this past week, but before I say that, um, I also saw the Ratchet and Clank movie this past week, and I will say that I, I feel like... Um, I will touch on that very briefly, going back to the Ratchet and Clank podcast that we had. And I'll say that... Um, I feel like the the game was definitely influenced by the movie to a certain degree. Um, I did see a lot of the same like the same cutscenes in the game as in the movie. Well, I was gonna say, well, I know some of the cutscenes in the game were straight up just lifted yeah, from the movie, which was fine. Um, I actually really enjoyed the movie, but I think that um, the people that would get most the most out of the movie were the people who would who enjoy the games. Enjoy the games, yeah. yeah. Which is, I mean, to be expected. Yeah. But yeah. So, anyways, I've been playing two games. Um, number one is Nine Persons, Nine Hours, Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors. Sorry, the the what do you call it? The order always m- messes me up. I just call it Nine Nine Nine. Yeah, and yeah. we will do so from here on out. Yeah. Um, so I've been playing that game because Eric lent it to me, and I've been you know just getting through it, and I I beat it. I got the true ending, and then I got the true true ending. <laughs> it was cool. We'll talk about that. And then the other game I've been playing is a uh, Bayonetta Two. I finally got my hands on a Wii U, so I've been playing a lot of Bayonetta 2 and I uh, and Mario Maker, and I love both games. But I love Bayonetta 2 because I love Bayonetta, <laughs> both the character and the game. Before we get into our main topic, we're just going to let you know that we'll probably be talking about the ending and you know all the spoilers in the game, and so if you don't want to hear any of that stuff... Um, go beat the game. Yeah, go beat the back. game first and then come back and listen to this. It doesn't take long Yeah, after you beat it once. Or twice. Yeah, but if you want to, you know, expedite the process, find a walkthrough, and then get the true ending, and then the true, true ending. 
first of all, we're going to talk about gameplay. The gameplay is pretty simple and straightforward. Um, half the game works as a visual novel, and the other half works as like a sort of uh, like puzzle, and you can uh, use like the stylus on the DS to kind of like solve puzzles and stuff. They're not very hard puzzles, though. Yeah, they're really not. It's funny because, uh, you know, I played through 999, and then I played uh, the second game, Virtue's Last Reward. Yeah. I don't know, two years ago, three years ago at this point, something like that. And then with the new game coming out, you know, I decided, you know, I'm going to replay the games to remember things and just kind of enjoy it again. And yeah, I breezed through those 999 puzzles like nothing. Like, (laughs) they were so easy. I don't know if they were as easy when I did it the first time, but definitely the second time I was like, man, there's only like three puzzles I can think of that like actually gave me trouble. Yeah. One of them because the game fucking cheats and lies to you how it works. Yeah. The second one, just because it's kind of confusing. And the third one, just because it requires, like, logic and writing shit out on a piece of paper. Uh-huh. Other than that, like, yeah, pretty much 99% of the puzzles is really easy. Mm-hmm. Or at least m- moderately easy. Yeah. Rarely gets stuck for more than, like, a minute or two. Yeah. So so the way it works is, like, there's, a, there's little puzzles, like Eric was just talking about, like, you know, that are stationed around the rooms. And then there's, like, other, you know, you basically have to go around the rooms, like, finding stuff. And if you don't click on everything, then you're not going to, you're going to get stuck. Yeah. Anytime I, I'd message Eric and be like, dude, I'm stuck, you'd just be like, you didn't click on everything. Yeah. And so, basically, all, yeah, if you don't click on everything, then you're going to be stuck. So, you, you just have to make sure to click on everything. Yeah, that's, and then like, that's most of the time when you're going to get stuck is you don't have what you need. Yeah, exactly. And then so... You uh, you click on everything. You find what you need. And um, sometimes you have to combine items to make something. You know, yeah. like I know um, there was like a rusty knife and like a uh, I don't know what you call it. Oh, the thing you sharpen it the on. The thing you sharpen yeah. it on, basically, and you just had to sharpen the knife on the thing. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, pretty pretty simple things like that. There was one where it was kind of weird. I remember where it's like I didn't think of to do it that way, but which one that was yeah it was the one in the when you're in the freezer oh yeah 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 and it's like you have to combine a bunch of the different crush, things crush the 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 dry ice, ice with the with meat the frozen chicken yeah, yeah. that then, one that one is kind of it was kind of weird yeah but other than that yeah it was pretty you know simple straightforward stuff when you're combining stuff and then yeah the puzzles like you know or the actual like meat of the matter i guess you could say is like a lot of them are pretty simple some of them are kind of confusing just you know when you're first like looking at it but they're pretty easy to figure out, except for those couple ones that you just talked about. Yeah. yeah. There's one where the game just, like, straight up lies to you, so that's it's pretty annoying. Yeah, the game tells you that you're supposed to... It's it's when you're in the uh, the true ending, uh, at the end, when you're doing, like, one of the last puzzles. Yeah. And you have to split numbers up between two different categories. And the game tells you that each category, or that you can put three to five uh, numbers in each category or whatever. Yeah. But the way to beat the puzzle is one of them, you don't put anything in there. And, yeah, it's really dumb. And it's just like, what? That doesn't... You said I needed to put three to five. I know Clover at some point will say something about it and be like, oh, they didn't say that you had to put three to five. And I'm like, but they kind of did. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically the game just lying to you. Yeah. Kind of weird. But other than that, yeah, the puzzles are mostly easy. Yeah. There's a couple annoying ones, but... For the most part, yeah, yeah, the, straightforward. Yeah, there's other annoying ones, but they're not hard. They're just yeah, annoying, exactly, time-consuming yeah. more than anything. Yeah, I mean, if you've played like one of those shitty Flash Escape the Game, Escape yeah. the Room, Escape the Car, yeah. you know, games, it's like that, but like you know, better. Yeah, there's you know, there's actual 
puzzles involved into yeah. it. Yeah, and it's not like cryptic or vague or anything. Yeah, like, like those flash yeah, games. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty straightforward. But yeah, as Miles said, you can combine items and you can you can spin the items around to to look at them too. Although now that I'm thinking about it, in nine nine nine, I think the only time you had to do that is the very beginning. Is the very beginning yeah. yeah, in uh in the second game, Virtue's Last Reward, you'll have to actually spin them around mm. more than just the, the first puzzle yeah. in the game. I forgot that you kind of only really did that did that in the beginning. Yeah, I'd always do it, but you know, I never found anything. Yeah, two things annoying about the game. One, the text goes really slow, and you can't make it go faster. Well, by th- by that, like, the text, like, scrolls at, like, a somewhat normal pace, but you can't, like, auto-skip so it automatically pops up. Correct. I would still say the text goes slow. Okay, well, fair enough. But, yeah, that's the bigger problem, is that if you've already read where it's at and you want to click A to make yeah, the text make go it... forward, it doesn't. Yeah. You have to read it as it's typing it Yeah, out. so it's not like Phoenix Wright. In Phoenix Wright, it's, like, a lot better, I think, but... The second thing that is annoying is the way this game works is when you beat the game, you get an ending, probably going to be a bad ending. Actually, it has to be because you can't get the good ending in your first go. Really? Yeah, because you have to do the first ending, uh, the safe oh, well, ending before yeah, yeah, you do yeah. the, uh, true, the true ending. So you're going to get a bad ending and you'll be like, okay, well, that was a bad ending. Everyone fucking died. Mm-hmm. Like, you you know, make different choices. So you're going to start over again, and you're going to have to go through all the same shit you did in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. The first puzzle you're going to have to do six times if you want all six endings. Yeah. Uh, so that's annoying. You can skip through the text this time if you've already read it, mm-hmm. which is nice, but it's still annoying having to do the uh, the same puzzles. And then if you're doing all six endings, you're still going to be repeating puzzles besides the first one. Yeah. Because basically the bad, ending, bad endings are you know, probably going to make you do all the puzzles. And then to get to the safe ending, which you need to get the true ending, then you got to be redoing puzzles you already did, and it's like, it's kind yeah. of annoying. Oh, yeah. So, like, the first, you know, two or three times, it's not that bad, because mm-hmm. you're just doing the first puzzle. But by the end, it's like, I've done all these puzzles already, I'm just trying to skip through all yeah. this crap to get to the end. Definitely. Um, I know, doing the first puzzle, like, on its own, I was like, wow, you know, that was cool. But then having to do it a second time, I was like, alright, you know, like, I remember this puzzle, and, like, you know, I had to, yeah. like, speed run through it. And then by the third time, I was like, okay, like, this is kind of annoying, I'm gonna have to do this over again, and, like... And any time after that, I think I, I think I only played it f- through four times, five times, five times, five. Because you didn't get that's right. You didn't get the didn't get coffin the, in because yeah. I said it's the same as the true, just with there's more stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, uh, the the sequel fixes both those problems. Yeah, doing the same puzzles over again, um, like doing the first one over again. Like I said, it was like it got annoying after a while. Yeah, and then you get really fast at it though. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Once you've played through the game a couple times and you've done like every single puzzle, yeah, yeah. doing the doing them again is pretty annoying. Yeah, and it's kind of like tedious and stuff. The other thing I will say is that um, by skip the text, you can just basically you just make it fast forward. Yeah, you can't like skip it in sections entirely. Correct. And that gets kind of annoying because you know I'm sitting here just holding the uh, holding what is it right right, right on the, the D pad. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm just waiting for it to skip or to get to a part where I have to select something. Yeah. Or something. And so I'm just like waiting here, like, you know, on my computer or something. <laughs> yeah. So I believe, well, yeah, actually, on our previous podcast, which is Favorite Stories, uh-huh. I brought up 999 and Virtue's Last Reward as some of my favorite stories in video games. And you hadn't played it at the time. Mm-hmm. So you didn't have much to say. So now I'm interested to hear your thoughts on it. Stories, pretty interesting. Um, I like the premise of it. You know, you're stuck on this boat. And the guys kidnapped you and uh, eight other people, and you have to, you know, basically find your way out. Yeah, it's a 
very good premise but it's pretty good yeah and you know and then like as the story goes on you know more like you learn more things about like you know why you're there or the, and then like you know people tell you about things that remind them of like you know what's happening and stuff like that yeah. and it all gets you know connected at the end which is kind of cool yeah there's a point in the story and this is only for the true ending where um it gets really like convoluted and then like there's like time travels brought up and then i got really confused at that point and i was like oh like okay and then like you know and then i play the rest of the game it wasn't like bad like confused it was just Uh like it was just like oh like you know we're going in this direction like yeah i was just kind of like all right like fair enough but um it's not really time travel it's more like oh yeah consciousness talking through time yeah but which i guess is technically time travel but not like people aren't moving through time yeah but anyways continue but yeah, no. Overall, I think the story was was pretty decent. The ending is kind of like it was okay. Like I I enjoyed it, but there there are still some gripes I had with like certain like little things. Uh huh. But other than that, such as um, just just like well, first of all, Junpei is a gigantic tool. Oh yeah, and it's definitely. Funny, and it's funny because me and my friend had uh, talked about this before. He uh, basically spends the rest of his life chasing after uh, June yeah. Akane. Kurushiki, I believe is Kurushiki, yeah. Yeah. And so that that alone I was like, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> like you have to understand. Yeah. At some point. The other thing that totally threw me in the loop at the very last moment, um, you see Alice standing at the side of the road trying to hitch a ride. Yes. And what was, you assume is Alice. Or what you assume is Alice, yes, sorry. And who's a Egyptian, frozen mummy. Yeah. Egyptian, Egyptian princess, princess mummy. Mummy. That is supposedly on the gigantic Yeah. In a coffin. Yeah. And so that alone, and and then the game ends right yeah. there. Like it doesn't. That, that's your last yeah. thing you see is a yeah, CG shot of the car coming towards a yeah. what you presume to be Alice, and with she's her trying thumb to, out with her thumb out, yeah, trying, she's to, trying hitchhike. to hitchhike. Yeah, and so like that alone, I was like, what? And so I guess I have to play the game to find out more about that. Yeah, or the next game. So. Yeah, I I had told you because you asked me about it if it explained it, and I said no. But after just replaying and beating uh, Virtue's Last Reward, it, it explains it more than I thought it did. Okay. It just goes in a weird direction with okay. it. But it does explain like right, what's up enough. with that. Yeah, I, I really enjoy the story. I like the whole, you know, time travel in quotes, you know, yeah. thing of it. The only, I think, the, the Alice thing is annoying. But like I said, it's explained in the sequel, so it's not I that can, big a deal. I can forgive yeah, that. You can kind of yeah, put it on hold until yeah. you, know, you find out more about it. The one thing I will say that is kind of iffy is the fact that, uh, so, you know, the whole point is for Junpei to save Akane in the past Mm -hmm. and to keep, you know, to keep her alive. So I got that and that makes sense. And she's alive because he has to save her and he has to save her because she's alive. It's kind of like a stable time loop type thing, which is fine. But like Seven, Snake, and... Santa? Yeah, I was going to say Santa, but he he's lying. He he could be lying, so yeah. that's fine. Uh, I guess Clover, though, she just says she heard about it. Mm-hmm. But so, and I, I assume from Snake. But, like, they mm-hmm. seem to believe that Akane died. Yeah. And the explanation that the writer gives on the the website for 999 mm-hmm. is kind of like, does that really make sense? Like, I guess it does. Like, okay, Seven having amnesia uh-huh. and, like, that just messing with his memories that i can buy okay yeah there's also another explanation for that where he got implants yeah yeah i know memories implanted but anyways you know but just just playing the game i could be like okay well seven has 
amnesia. So I, yeah. I can like, you know, forget about that. But Snake doesn't. And then so it's like, so is he helping her? And then the writer was basically like, didn't really answer it. And I'm yeah. like, that's fine. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. So that that would probably be that I can think of my only gripe with the story is is that one little thing. It's like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. Were they lying or or what? But yeah, other than that, I, I really enjoyed the story. That, yeah, that would probably be the main point of contention with um, me too. Just like the fact that like, so they weren't lying or they were. Because I remember at that point when I got to that part and you're like, you know, Junpei gets scared and he asks, oh, like, who was that girl that died on the thing? And yeah. he's like, what was her last name? He's like, her, her, well, her name was Akane Kushiragi. And then... Kurashiki. Kurashiki, sorry. Yeah, so so he says Akane Kurashiki. So you and, think she's dead. And so you think she's dead. And So you at, think you have, like, a fake yeah, Akane with you? Exactly, yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, exactly. That's what I it. thought, too. And then, um, you know, I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of interesting. Like, yeah. you know, that'd be kind of an you interesting You know, it's been, twist. whatever, nine years or whatever. Yeah. So. And so, like, you know, it's possible. And then um, there's a point when they're in the incinerator. Uh-huh. And uh, he think or the, there's, like, some explaining that's going on. Yeah. And then he, like, realizes that, like something about akane yeah. and he turns to her to see her and she's, and she's gone. gone and for yeah. a second i was like are you kidding me like they all like hallucinated her or something <laughs> weird like that yeah i was like that's like a really lame excuse that would have been even worse than than, than what we got yeah, yeah what we got yeah exactly so i'm glad we have what we got and they didn't all hallucinate her, yeah because then i was gonna be mad yeah that'd be interesting it's funny because it's it's like you're playing through the game and like half of me is like the same with you, because uh, I know you said you went through Door of Three, uh, I believe, which is the second time you can choose where uh, Snake is dead in. Yeah. I think it's Door Three. Yeah. And when you do that, you're a total dick to everybody. Yeah. And, like, you trick them into trick doing them it. Into, yeah. To be, and, and you, you know, you said you did it to be with uh, a June. Yeah. And it's funny, because, like, half of me, when I, was, when I was playing the game the first time, half of me is, like, I did want to be with her, because, like, you know, obviously the the game setting up a connection between yeah. her and Junpei. But then the other half of me is like, she's really bland though. And she's just kind of yeah. your typical, like, anime. you know, anime, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, sweet girl and stuff. And it's like, which is fine, I guess, but you know, whatever. Yeah. But so I really do like the fact that she's zero because like it completely like Three changes. Yeah, yeah. Changes what you think about her and like what, what her real motivations are and stuff. So I, I do, I do like that. She turns from, you know, just being kind of a, you know, boring, I don't want to say Mary Sue, but, you know, just kind of a boring, yeah. bland, typical cliche anime yeah. character to like evil mastermind doesn't give a shit about anybody else type yeah. thing. Uh, so I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah, that is pretty interesting. Um, it's funny because um, when I there's like a I think when you go through the first door with her, which I believe is door number four. Yeah, when I think you, that's right. When you're in the, it's not five. Because yeah, that's not, the other one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it must be door four, and then you get to the puzzle with the two rooms that are identical, but mirrored. yeah, yeah, and Correct. you have to solve the uh, what is it, the tile puzzle or something? Yeah, the painting the, thing. Yeah, and so um, you get you're you're in that room, and then like you um, you split up with the other characters, and you're with you're alone with June in one of the rooms and like, Correct. you know, you look at stuff and like, you know, basically like the dialogue that uh, Junpei has with her, it basically like reminded me of a typical like anime yeah. girl. And it's funny because I like even messaged you that like instant. I was like, why does June remind me of like this typical anime girl yeah, like, yeah. or something like that? And so, yeah, it totally threw me for a loop when, uh, when I was like, like, you know, going, getting farther into the story and it's like, could she be zero? And I was like, think about it. Like, 
no, but she seems so like you know. Yeah. It's like she, she can't be because she's like just like the girl character, like yeah, you know, whatever. The love interest, yeah. The love interest or any you know stuff like that. But then it's like, oh, but she is, and like that's like wow, that was really interesting, and I didn't actually see that coming. So I can respect that. You know, I think that's a pretty cool, interesting choice. Yeah, definitely. It, it uh, you know, improves my not my feelings towards like her as if she was a real person, but my feelings as her as like a well written character. Yeah. I would say probably Seven is probably my favorite character. Yeah, mine of, too. I was going to say the nine of them, but the ninth man dies so fast, you know, you don't know anything yeah. about him. I mean, he's a dick because he set up the first yeah. Nonary game. But yeah, so I'd probably say Seven. Seven's my favorite character. Yeah, Seven's pretty cool. I, I enjoy him too. I like I like the, the cool stories he tells and stuff like that when uh, he talks about Alice and, uh, and his uh, detective work as Correct. a police officer or detective. Also, I'm pretty sure... The guy who made this thinks like black people are just like how seven is big, yeah, big and like ugly and stuff. Yeah, every like still frame of you see of him in the past, <laughs> yeah. his face is just like, duh, yeah, duh. <laughs> I what am I doing? Duh. Duh. Yeah, he does have kind like, of like weird faces when, when he's looking like, through the grate. The grate, like, yeah, that's like the like worst seven, one. Seven, what are you doing? Like, yeah, it's a great dude. Like, yeah, it's like calm down. Yeah, but yeah, he's probably my favorite character. Yeah. See, I I hate Lotus for, like, 90% of the game. Yeah. In one of the endings, you go into a room and she has to, like, sit on a chair that you think might, like, kill her or something. Yeah, it looks like a electrocution chair. Yeah, it, it does. And so she, my opinion of her kind of turns around there. But then, you know, when you're replaying the game, it goes back to her being a bitch. Yeah. So, like, you know, which, you know, you're going playing from the beginning again, so it makes sense. Yeah. But so most of the game I hate her. And then and then at the end of the uh, the true ending, I guess... You know, she kind of redeems herself again uh-huh. and, you know, becomes a little bit better, in my opinion. She's still kind of a bitch, though. Yeah, totally. Yeah, for most of the game, she's super, like, annoying. And it's like, like, shut up, please. Just, like, stop talking to me. Antagonistic like, for yeah, no reason. Exactly, totally. And then for, like, two parts in the game, maybe three. No, definitely two. It has to be two. Because I wouldn't really count the ending, because she's still kind of, like... I guess. I mean, I, I can't remember now, but... But, like, for two parts in the game, she's like, it's like, oh, you're human after all. Yeah. And you're, like, actually a decent person. But then immediately after that, she goes back to being mean to you. So it's like, yeah. well, I guess that was, you know, very short-lived. I like the uh, the comment that the director made. Someone asked the director a question where it's like, um, oh, yeah, what are the uh, heights for the characters? And he, like, he was like, oh, like, I never actually went into detail about this, though. Although I will say Lotus has very big boobs. Yeah. And he just, like, throws that out there. It's like, all right, this is something I can get behind. <laughs> Clover, mm, I don't know how I feel about Clover. She kind of switches from being endearingly cute because she's stupid. Yeah. It, okay, actually, before I get into that, so she's 18 in this game. Yeah. And like, I thought you said 17. I said 17, but I was looking it up. I'm okay. pretty sure she's like 18. Okay, fine. That really throws me for a loop because the game treats her like she's like 10, <laughs> 11. Yeah, that's true. 13 at like the most. But like it treats her like, like a kid. Like, yeah. Even her sprite is, like, half the, like, size of everyone yeah. else's sprite. And so, like, you, 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 really, it's only until the second game that you realize that Clover is, like... Older. Older, yeah. Like, it's it's weird. And then it kind of makes sense because it's, like, nine years ago she was a kid in the first Nonary game. But, yeah. like, I don't know. Just the way the game, like, portrays her and her sprite and, like, all that stuff. Like, uh-huh. I don't get the vibe that she's an 18-year-old. She's really immature 18-year-old. Yeah. But anyway, so she kind of switches from from 
pissing me off because she's a bitch because she's mad that her brother's missing yeah. and then slash dead and then not dead. Uh-huh. Um, and then endearingly cute because she's like dumb because she's like a yeah. kid. So, yeah. So my opinion on her flip flops between mm-hmm. what's going on at the moment. Honestly, I think Clover Clover is one of the more interesting characters, um, especially considering the uh, story and like the endings that you can get. Uh-huh. Um, especially with the axe ending. Yeah. Um, because, you know, first you start the game and then the ninth man immediately dies. Like, yeah. okay, whatever. We, yeah. we go through the puzzles. You, you meet up again. Okay, fine. And then um, and then they uh, separate to find the, um, what is it? What do you call it? The electronics for the reds. Yeah. Or RADs, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And, uh, and then they meet up and Snake's missing. And then, so she's obviously upset. And yeah. so, like, you know, it's like, okay, you know, I mean, I don't blame her for not being, or I don't blame her for being upset because... Like, you know, obviously yeah. she missed her, or like, she's missing her brother. Her brother's who's potentially dead. Yeah, who's potentially dead, and it's like, that's important to her and stuff. And then so, you know, whatever. And you go through the next rooms, you know, depending on what you get. You, you still meet up back in the same room. And then one way or another, you find out that Snake's dead, but like, he's not actually. Yeah, it's but not it's actually. later. Yeah. And so, you know, she thinks that her brother's dead, and then she gets really upset. Yeah. And then, you know, and so like, the way that works is like, you know, it's pretty like, decently written character oh no i agree yeah uh, i agree that it is you know it makes sense yeah it's, it's so, written well and makes sense yeah she's still a bitch though well yeah and <laughs> so, regardless yeah. Just, i'm just saying but yeah, yeah it is real well written and makes sense uh uh-huh. okay so it gets to that point and then she poses the question of zero might be one of them and then everyone like gets like freaked out about it yeah and because of that while i'm playing the game and uh i believe this what this had to have been during the axe ending before i right before i got to the end i was thinking like what if uh she's the one that ends up killing everyone everybody because like she gets mad and she thinks that everyone or she thinks that zero is one of them so yeah. because of that she ends up killing everyone it turned out i was right but only for that ending yeah and the, and the axe ending and you yeah. know it's her cause yeah and you, you know watch it's her, her because yeah you watch her. Off. yeah exactly and so I thought that was I thought that was pretty interesting how like you know that actually worked its way out and so for yeah. her and for her as a character to have done that I'm like wow that was pretty smart as far as like her personality yeah it's it's like it does flip flop from kind of annoying to um oh like you're a semi respectable person yeah and the true ending like I I like I like her like, yeah she, she's cool yeah after she gets after yeah. she realizes that Snake's not dead yeah she does yeah trend upwards in character yeah exactly. Another person, character I don't really have an opinion on, or at least until, like, the end of the game, is Santa. Like, you know, obviously at the end, you know, he's just helping Akane be Zero and stuff. And and a little bit before you find out that, you just think he's Zero, and then so he just seems like a dick. Yeah. But prior to that, like, I didn't really have an opinion of him. He, I think he was kind of slightly leaning towards, I don't like you, but just a little bit, because I don't think he really, like, I don't know. He, he was fine, I guess. Like, I don't really have anything to say about him through the game. Yeah, I, I think. Well, when I first when you first meet him, I think he was kind of like a punk. Yeah. Like when I when I first like he, he does kind of start off with a punk, but then then like if you do the uh, the steam steam engine room or whatever it's called, yeah. Like he's in there and he doesn't really like yeah do anything punkish. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he seems alright. He's like, just yeah, he's a character that's there. Yeah, it's I guess it's because like in the beginning of the game, like you know when he wakes up there, he's just like pissed off. It's like yeah, what, like what are we doing here and like all this yeah. stuff. And so he he. He's very like you know upset about. I it. I guess he's hot headed, but yeah. once he cools down, it's he's, yeah exactly. He's okay. Yeah. He's he's pretty like all right. When when I found out like when they were like oh yeah he's zero yeah I was like all right like this is kind of like I'm kind of mad at him now but <laughs> yeah. like but then like once you find out like all the stuff he does and like you know it's for Akane and everything it's like 
okay, like, I guess you're all right. Yeah. At the same time, though, you threw us all into this, you know, game, so this is kind of, like, messed up, but... Another character that I'm not sure I feel about or don't really have that many feelings is, is Ace. Until yeah. you find out who he is, and then he, then, yeah. then you just fucking hate him because he's yeah. an asshole. He's a complete <laughs> dick. Oh, yeah. Like, the in the true ending, when uh, uh, is trying to get out of the uh, the furnace... And uh, you yeah. see his eyeball through the yeah. uh, oh, through the goodness. glass. Yeah, it's that, like that was horrifying, scary. And it's just like, dude, you're fucking crazy. Yeah, like straight up, just crazy, he's insane. But uh, when when you're playing through the game before that, uh, he's okay. He seems kind of smart, I guess. Yeah, like I guess he kind of gives up. Uh, maybe because he's old, so I just assume yeah, he's smart he's or a something. Wiser. Yeah, uh, you uh, you kind of think he's a good guy when uh, he decides to quote unquote sacrifice himself. Yeah, when you guys don't realize that you're just going to come back to where he is. Yeah, and then you know, obviously, find out later that was a ploy to do something, but I don't remember what. There was a reason that he stayed behind. I can't. Yeah, I can't remember either. I don't remember what it is now. God damn it! Was that when he got the ninth man ninth ninth man's bracelet? No, that doesn't make sense because he oh, can't yeah. get in the door. I don't remember why he does it, but you know, either way, you know, he sacrifices himself, yeah. quote unquote, uh, sacrifices himself, and you're like, all right, you know, you seem pretty cool. Yeah, and then when you get to the uh, crap, what is it called? The the room where there's the electric fence and the coffin. This is the uh, cargo room. Cargo room. Like, when he, he looks, he's looking at the uh, the cards that have the faces on it yeah. and stuff. And, you you know, you later find out that he can't, he can't tell uh, faces tell apart. Faces. I'm not going right. to try and pronounce. Propagnosia or something, something like that. Like, you always say it like that. I'm like, I don't know if that's how you're supposed to say it. Um, Propagnosia, I don't know. Whatever. But, like, before he... F- before you figure that out and you don't know he's a dick yet, um, you know, he kind of has this, like, sad sprite thing where he's, yeah. like, looking down and he looks, like, depressed and something. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I don't know. I wonder what's up with that. So you kind of feel bad for the guy. But, you know, obviously, as you find out later, he's just yeah. a dick. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, but, yeah, so it's kind of like one moment of, like, you're all right, Ace. And then another moment of, hmm, I wonder what's wrong with you. And other than that, it's like, I don't know, you're smart. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, true. When I was playing through the game, I... When you first run into him, I'm like, okay, this guy seems all right. Like, I think I can trust him. Yeah. And then, um, you know, you play through the game more, and then uh, he, uh, quote-unquote, sacrifices himself for whatever reason. Yeah. And then, you know, you go do the puzzles in doors three, seven, or eight, and, you know, you come back around, and he's there. And from that point on, I didn't trust him. Because so, for, oh, yeah? Yeah, for some reason, there was, a, like, something about, like, his actions and stuff that he did. Huh. I was like, oh, that's a little weird. And then I remember um, if you go up to the... Uh, this is the captain's quarters, but the room before that, which is the uh, the map, the ship room, yeah, yeah the wheelhouse, yeah. the wheelhouse, yeah. When you go up to the wheelhouse, um, like, and he uh, he ch- place, you know, he checks to see if you wadded up the pieces of paper, yeah. like, you know, because you had switched them to, yeah, you cheated, yeah, you cheated to get up there. Um, at like right there, I was like, mm, that's kind of like weird. I don't know if I like that. And then like, there were some things that he would say. Where he, it seemed like he he knew he knew more than he was he saying. knew more than yeah, and I was like, that's kind of weird. Hmm. Like, how do you know that? And so, so f- at some point when I you know realized that I didn't really like trust, trust him. him too much. Yeah, and then you know, and then you learn later that oh he's he's a total asshole. Oh yeah. And so I I was just mad at him from that point on. And then, like you know, yeah. if he died, like I was like you know that's fine. Oh whatever. Snake, you don't really meet much of him because uh, he's missing slash dead or whatever through eighty percent of the game. Yeah. Uh, you have the potential to do one route room in the beginning, and then at the end, if you're on the true ending, you can uh, do another puzzle room with them. Yeah, 
Also the safe ending. Yeah, the safe ending, but you don't do yeah. puzzle with him. It's not that I necessarily disliked him. I just felt he was pompous. I oh, was just yeah. like, I mean, he he talks and it's just like, like he has his nose in the air. Yeah. I was just like, dude, you can't see. Get out of here. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like he he was fine, but uh, I don't know. He just, he seemed pompous to me. Yeah. I don't know. He I thought he seemed all right to me. For me, I like, I was like, wow, you know, like he's blind, but he's still doing all this stuff. He's like, he's a pretty cool guy. Like there's some, there's some, there's a couple things he said in the, uh, let's see when you go through the fifth door or sorry door number five yeah and um the casino and yeah, whatever the casino, the casino. And the, uh, like the first class cabin. cabin something like that yeah and uh there's a couple things he says in in those rooms where i'm like wow like you, you seem like a pretty cool guy and so i was like yeah. yeah that's cool and then you know but i had already played the uh one of the other endings before so i knew he was gonna you know immediately disappear or die yeah. i thought he was gonna die at that point and so i was like man this kind of sucks that you're gonna die <laughs> yeah but yeah and then you see him later in the end oh you do solve the uh, library puzzle with him and the yeah 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 that's what I was saying. in those rooms and the but in the safe ending you don't yeah that's what i was saying yeah he, he seems all right in those rooms i don't i didn't think too much of him like i did when we were in the uh past door number five but yeah um i i think he's a good guy uh, obviously, you know, yeah. he basically gives his life because Ace killed Clover yeah. in the uh, the safe ending and takes, like, six bullets to the freaking, yeah. like, chest and stuff. So so he is obviously, like, you know, he's a, he's a good guy. Yeah. Just, I don't know, he gave off a pompous air yeah. about him that kind of put me off. Yeah, maybe it was the clothes yeah. and, the, and the stance. Uh, just the way he talked was just like, yeah, dude, you're not, like, a prince. Yeah. Like, even Junpei calls Junpei, him yeah. Prince, you know, when he first sees him. It's like, dude, calm down. <laughs> you can't see. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then I guess it's Junpei. We could talk about Junpei. Junpei is a gigantic tool. Oh, yeah. Junpei is <laughs> a complete tool. He's, uh, unlike Akane, who seems to be a cliche anime girl mm-hmm. that turns out not to be, he's just a cliche anime guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. all the way around. Yeah. Just yeah. all the way through, which would be, you know kind-hearted yeah perverted but also when someone's perverted or something to him he doesn't like catch on yeah like he'll think perverted things sometimes but, but then yeah. when when june will like say like oh Talk, it's too early for us yeah yeah to to sleep together or whatever yeah. he's oh what yeah uh, exactly what yeah. i don't have a brain yeah <laughs> which is you know classic anime guy yeah uh so yeah which i guess is fine I, I was going to say, I assume that the writer was trying to make him, you know, self-insert character. Yeah. But I actually don't know that, so yeah, maybe not. But yeah, Junpei is pretty, you know, pretty mm-hmm. generic, which is fine. Like, yeah. doesn't do anything offensive yeah. or anything. But yeah, he's a tool. He's yeah, true. He's, he's, a, he's tool. a tool. Yeah, it's funny because, like I said before, I had talked to my friend about the game and stuff. And we both, like, one, we both agreed that he's a gigantic tool, like, straight up. Also, he dresses like a douchebag. But... Um, <laughs> He um, does. If I just saw him and yeah. like didn't know his personality, I would be like, "That guy's probably a douchebag." <laughs> that best man. Yeah, it's the best, totally. And then the other thing about him was, um, my friend was saying like how she didn't feel like any, you know, sympathy or like any compassion towards him at all. Uh-huh. And just because he seemed really like generic and stuff, like a stock like you yeah know, anime character or something. Like I don't know. I kind of I could see that. I didn't. I didn't necessarily not feel sympathy for him. Well, maybe I didn't. But like. I didn't really, like, not like him. I mean, he was, yeah. like, he was like, whatever. No, I, I agree. I, I didn't dislike him. And I would say I, I liked him for the most part. But I wasn't, like... I didn't like him as much as I like Seven. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Seven's great. So I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. 
as as we were saying, you know, your opinion of Akane kind of you know flips. Cause she's you know cliche, and then yeah, you know, she turns out to be zero. So my question is, do you do you think she was justified in what she did, or do you think she's a bitch? Okay, well, like to a degree, I think she is justified only because like the way the way the game has, has it set up in the to- whole time thing yeah. is that if it's not Junpei and if it's not in this situation, then, like, she can't exist. Yeah. But is 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 that worth... Do the ends justify the... the means is basically what this is. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like... It's it's like she only did it f- to save her life. Like, yeah. that's that's the only reason behind it. And, and for that, I'm like, that's kind of, like, not cool. Yeah. Like, you just, like, traumatize these, like, other people. Yeah. You know, so regardless like, of whether their bracelets actually had detonators in them. Yeah, right. exactly. And so, like, I guess they didn't, right? No, well, just the uh, the ninth the man. ninth man's, yeah. But, but yeah. So in in that regard, like that, I was like, okay, like really, why did you do this? So, like I said, to an extent, like I can be like, okay, like fair enough. Like I I can see why you did this, and I can see you know you know the reasons and like the implications and like it makes sense. Uh huh. You know, but at the same time, she only did it for herself to save herself yeah so so in that case i'm like like uh, i don't i don't know if i can get behind that yeah like uh. i think she's a fucking bitch okay (laughs) um i have nothing but resentment towards her regardless of whether she was going to die or not yeah like this isn't this isn't some like i don't know you're about to die and the only way to not die is to like push a little kid down on the ground but he'll be fine this is like you know kidnapping nine people two of whom did deserve it yeah, but the others didn't. Yeah, like, exactly. In this room, like regardless whether they ever did die or couldn't die, I guess from exploding at least, you know, put them in a situation where you know it just uh, it just bothers me. Uh, maybe I'm being too nice in my like. I mean, no, that's fine, but I don't know. <laughs> I I just think she's I think she's a bitch and yeah, she has no okay. justification Fair for enough. her actions. Fair enough. Even even if there was some like higher motive than just like oh I need to save myself. I still don't think she'd be justified. Yeah. And I, I know you haven't read the books, but in Dune, kind of Dune spoilers, but whatever. So okay. skip ahead a little bit. Um, and I know you don't care because you're not going to read Dune. Well, I, actually, my dad had talked about it recently, and I thought about it, but go ahead. You're, you're fine. I'll forget. I think, like, the third book or something, and then from onward, there's a character who basically comes, like, who just, like, basically knows everything, and he, he knows how, how humanity is going to, like, end up yeah. And stuff and like can see super far in the future and can tell which paths to take. Basically like Akane, except okay. instead of just nine years, it's just, just yeah. millennia, yeah. you know. And so he can tell how humanity's gonna end up. And so he decides to put humanity he's emperor of like the universe. Okay, fine. Becomes emperor emperor of the universe. And he basically becomes a tyrant because by doing that he can like put humanity on the right path to like not die out and stuff. Uh-huh. And I feel the same way that even me knowing that he has good intentions, he's still a dick. Yeah, okay. and so that's how the same way I feel about Akane. Okay. Even even saving herself, or even having, even if she had some like grand plan to save humanity, uh, like this character in Dune, uh, I still think she's a bitch. And ends don't justify the means. That's just me. Fair enough. <laughs> I, no, I, I can totally get behind that. <laughs> so moving off to that hot topic, uh, <laughs> going to uh, to music. Yeah. I like the music. It's not... It wasn't... The music isn't as memorable as other things I can think of, like, that come to my head. Like, you know, I always say Ratchet & Clank 1 is a really good soundtrack. Um, th- you know, things like that. 
but the music definitely like worked for the game like it's atmospheric you know at times it it like it's like spooky it's like you know, yeah it's like spooky it has it's like it definitely sets a good yeah. mood sets a wonderful for, mood yeah for you know whatever it needs to do um and then you know there's the i the only song that really comes to mind for me well there's two but there's one that really comes to mind and that's the uh the first song when you're trying to escape the for the first puzzle uh-huh and it has like a it has like it's cool like metallic like sort of clanking and like beats mm. and then it like you know has this like weird cool like um loud electronic thingy like I, I really don't know how to describe it but yeah. it's like it's louder drums yeah and then like you know it's all these like little clangs and like things and i thought that was kind of cool because it's like it set like a sort of like high tension kind of mood because uh-huh. you know in the first puzzle the the water's coming into the room yeah. and you have to like and you don't know what's that. going on and you don't and... know what's going on yeah exactly it's like it just, it just like throws you in there with this like crazy music yeah so i thought that was pretty cool and then yeah like i said there's like you know the other like more atmospheric ones the only song that i thought kind of stuck out a little bit but you know i guess for fair reason was the uh the ending song when you're solving the last puzzle uh-huh. morphogenic sorrow yeah i believe is the name of the song okay yeah and uh and so that's like a piano ballad kind of thing yeah which is, which is like you know odd because like most of the other stuff in the game is more like you know dark and atmospheric yeah. and ambient kind of this one's more sad and this somber more, yeah it had like an actual like mood rather than like you know mysteriousness yeah yeah I, I do agree with you that the the songs are good, but they're not necessarily like memorable. Yeah. Like, other than the 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 one that I was just singing, the doon doon. Yeah. Doon doon, doon doon. Yeah, totally. Other than that one, like I can't, I couldn't like sing you any of the rhythms oh, yeah, to any of them or totally anything. Not. But if if I heard them, I'd be like, oh, I could figure out what it was, that it was from nine 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 probably. So they're good songs, and I agree that they do fit the atmosphere very well and mm-hmm. what's going on. But yeah, they're not necessarily like very memorable outside of that yeah which i don't think they were they were made to, to be, be yeah. they're not like you know they're not melodic yeah you know there's no and super like soundtrack yeah like, exactly yeah. there's no do 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 yeah so, yeah not, there's not no melody like, yeah as you said it's just more atmosphere and yeah sounds yeah there's a lot of sounds in the songs exactly yeah to it's, make it sound like you're you know you're in the ship and yeah. stuff just to set the tone of yeah. the game which is fine yeah we're coming to the close here so i need to ask you miles what are your thoughts, predictions, hopes, even for the next game? Well, I know you, you showed me the cast list. Yes, for the I next did show game, you the cast list, and, and I read out the names. And you so. read out the names, so I know Clover's in it, and I know Alice is in it. I said that those were their names. I did not say that they were the same people. Okay, well, they look like the same people, so Correct. I'm just gonna assume that they are. This this is how I treat Miles to like any spoilers in a game. <laughs> He'll like say something, be like, "Is this this?" And I'll be like, "I don't know, is it?" And so like. And it depends because I know he says that to everything I say, but for some Basically. reason, for some reason, when he says that, I always have to believe that yes, that is the answer to that. Even and, though I say it to everything, even though you say it to everything, yeah. <laughs> so I just, I just automatically assume, yeah, like, okay, that that's right. it is, yeah. Even though it probably isn't, but you know, I don't know. <laughs> so, but anyway, so I do think, I think from what I've seen, uh, Clover and Alice will make an appearance, and the whole Alice thing will kind of be interesting. I think for for me, anyways, because you know, I I kind of want to know what that's all about. Yeah, and. uh and then the other thing is, like, I don't know why the heck Clover is in there, so that's going to be interesting. If if that is this Clover, that'll be three Nonary three, games. Yeah, exactly. That she'll be in. That she'll be in, man. She's, she's, that's, she yeah, must she be traumatized. Luck. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder she killed her with an axe. Yeah. <laughs> that's terrible. If if it is Clover, that Clover, it'll be interesting to see her again. Um, Hopefully she'll be, you know, 
hopefully i'll like her more yeah i mean i mean i not to say i didn't like her in in this game even though she's like a returning character like you know i'll be like oh you know like someone i'm familiar with and like, uh-huh. you know, like that's kind of a nice feeling yeah i get you um i know i keep hyping up that the puzzles on the second one are way harder yeah i know you do are, are you are you waiting to get are you expecting to get your ass kicked? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Or I you guess think I'm just see. lying to you? No, I mean, you could be lying to me, but I don't think you're lying to me. I'm not lying to them. They're freaking hard. <laughs> They're so, pretty hard. Yeah, I guess we'll see. The only thing that I would probably have a gripe with if it continues in this next game is um the whole thing, the whole deal with um, having to solve the same puzzles over again. Yeah. Like, in in this game having to do the multiple endings like i was like oh yeah i'm gonna get some of the bad endings before i like you know yeah go on the whole thing and then like after my you know i did my third bad ending and i was like okay like having i i know like this playthrough is just gonna be all like i'm gonna have redo every do every, every puzzle every puzzle you're gonna seen. have to do you're yeah. gonna have to do it again yeah, yeah exactly and so that's gonna be annoying and so that was annoying and i don't uh hopefully i don't know if this game is like that but hopefully yeah. it's not. i i will i will spoil this for you uh, no, you don't have to redo any puzzles you've already done. That's really nice. And and, and even if you did, uh, the way to get out of every room requires uh, a passcode. Yeah. But like, unlike the first game, we have to do shit to get the passcode. Yeah. If you know what the passcode is, you can just type it in. Oh, really? Yeah. They said it was randomly generated. Well, it is randomly generated. Oh. But like, once you have it. Oh. If you were to have to go back. Yeah. You just have to type the password. Yeah, you just have to type the password. And, okay, because there's one... I know there's one of the rooms is the kitchen. Yeah, the kitchen. Where, where where even if you know the password, yeah, you still have, have to go through all this shit. 43. I remember that because yeah. I was like, 43. I'm just going to go yeah. over there and type it nope, in. Nope, you tip, click it, and Jim yeah. like, hmm, I think there's supposed to a password going here. Yeah. And then it kicks, yeah, kicks, and then you, it out. kicks you out. Yeah, so you have to go through the whole uh, freezer thing. But yeah. And I think they're randomly generated. Okay. I don't know that. Well, I, I think I remember reading that. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for you to play it. I know you probably won't play it right away, and, you know, it's cool and all. Yeah, I gotta play Bayonetta 2. But. Yeah, <laughs> it's a short game. Um, Bayonetta 2, not... Yeah, uh, I was gonna not say, like... Forward. I was gonna say it's probably longer than 999, but then I'm like, I don't know, 999, you gotta read everything. It, it's longer than 999. Yeah. Um, but you, you don't have to... Won't be able to beat it over the weekend. <laughs> well, maybe if you got good. You could, because... My my playtime on it right now is like thirty hours, so okay. I mean that's a weekend. That is, a weekend. <laughs> but that's like literally that's like, a whole day. Yeah, that's doing nothing but playing the yeah. game. So probably not. No, yeah, okay. you probably wouldn't be able to beat it in a weekend. Fair enough. But yeah, I'm excited for you to play it. I'm excited to see what theories you theories you get, and like I, I know there's certain points in the game where you're gonna be messaging me and be like, <laughs> "Is this this?" or like, "What the heck is this?" Yeah. Like, what, what's all this stuff? All right. So I'm excited. All right, fair enough. Any other hopes you have for the next game? I hope the main character is not a tool. Not a tool? We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Okay. I'm uh, going to say he's not, but uh, other than that, we'll see what your um, your opinions are, I guess. Well, like, the ending of this game, it wasn't, like, it wasn't bad. Uh-huh. I mean, it was good. Like, don't get me wrong. I liked it. But, like, the whole, like, I guess I'm just mad at Akane. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope I'm, like, not, I don't have that feeling to, like, drag me down at the end of this one. Well, I will tell you this. It gets as... The puzzles are way harder, and the story gets way more convoluted. Okay, so I'm going to be even more infuriated, is what you're saying. <laughs> I don't know about that, but you're definitely going to be scratching your head at least. All right, points. fair enough. Okay, thank you for listening. As always, you can subscribe to the RSS feed um, for iTunes and Google Play Music. You can also subscribe to YouTube.com slash TV. You can also follow us on Twitter 
at LTG Podcast. Thank you for listening. Yeah, feel free to leave feedback at any of those places. Yeah. Thank you for listening.